1: Welcome back to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. I'm your host, Nita Valens, and we are taking your calls at 1-866-870-5752. We're on Saturdays at 1 o'clock, Sundays at 2 o'clock, and we really want to hear from you right now. Lines are open. We're answering questions about your Musculoskeletal pain, your chronic pain. If you're about to roll into an elective surgery, you want to talk to Dr. Darrow right here, right now. Isn't that so, Dr. Darrow?
2: Absolutely. I'd like to hear from everybody. I love talking to new people, even old people. That's right. And we have Mike on hold in Woodland Hills. Let's go for him. Hey, Mike. Yeah. Still with us. Good. So we were talking about uh, the knee pain you have. You thought it was bone on bone arthritis. I thought it's not. The fact that you're bending your knees easily tells me that it's not. And uh, you have some problems getting up when you're in a chair and you think it's related to the muscles and tendons. And there's a lot of, let me finish up, buddy. There's a lot of structures around the knee joint. That's the bones, including the medial ligament, anterior cruciate ligament, the patella femoral tendon, the quadriceps tendon, Uh, So there's a lot of structures around that and a whole bunch of muscles that attach too. So we'd have to check out where those things attach to the knee to see if they are pain generators. They're not things we're going to find out necessarily in an MRI, an x-ray, or a a CT scan. We have to use, as doctors, we need to use our hands to examine and find out where the pain is coming from. So the point is this. I think there's good hope for you and um there's a good chance your knees can heal up even if there is quote bone on bone arthritis although i doubt that's what it is
3: if it's the if the, the procedure you have would that solve the bring the strength back to the structures that's that- a good question
2: and the the answer to it is this most often when people are weak when they have musculoskeletal pain the weakness is because the the nervous system doesn't want to contract that muscle to full capacity because it's painful even if we think we're trying as hard as we can because of the pain it limits our strength so I don't know the answer in your case if there was nerve damage of course you're gonna have weakness but I doubt that's what it is I'm guessing that there's some pain that's causing the weakness and if we can get that pain reduced or eliminated I think you'll get strong again very quickly. The muscles were reconditioned very quickly. So you
3: need to see me, basically,
2: that's it. Well, that's the way it goes so far today in medicine. I know we're doing a lot of uh, telemedicine. You know, We have uh, things on the iPhone that we can monitor instead of sending people to the hospital. But with musculoskeletal medicine, we need to touch the body and see what's going on. We can't just look at diagnostic films to make a decision... Those films are often wrong. They show things that really aren't there. Does that make sense?
3: Makes sense. I'll make an appointment then. Thank you, Dr. Right. God bless you,
2: my friend. I'm so Bye. glad to hear from you.
1: Thank you so much. That number to call and make your appointment is 800 300 And the website... You can go to any time and even email Dr. Darrow off the website is www.jointrehab.com. That's jointrehab.com. And remember, there are pictures, actual videos on that website of what we're talking about today.
2: Well, yeah, there's nothing. They, You know, what do they say, Nita? A picture is worth a thousand words. Especially a moving picture. That's right. How much is that worth? A lot. A lot of videos. A million words. (laughs) I have probably a hundred different videos that you can access. So, um, you know, videos on stem cell, on uh, platelets, dextrose prolotherapy, all these things that can rejuvenate the body and heal it up without cutting tissue out. I am so against that. I'm sorry, and I'm not, uh, I'm very Um, respectful of surgeons I was in training to be a surgeon I did lots of them I loved it and in the appropriate circumstances my goodness it's the best thing you can do but in musculoskeletal elective procedures I'm against it if you have the option if your doctor says you don't have to rush in it's not an emergency then please consider regenerative medicine first
1: And say a little bit about what that really means to people versus uh, an elective surgery, because some people, I think, don't quite get that yet.
2: Okay. Well, let's start with some of the terminology. Elective means that you, the patient, get to decide. You elect. Do I do it or do I not do it? And I have people every day who come in who are mugwomps. They're on the fence. You know, their orthopedic surgeon or several of them or neurosurgeons said, look at your MRI. We need to fix that. They come to me, I touch them and go, this has nothing to do with showing up in your MRI or x-ray. Okay? So that's the confusing part for for patients. I see. It's also the confusing part for most doctors because doctors are trained in diagnostics and not trained very well using their hands. It's high tech days. Now, my grandfather, who was a doctor born in the 1800s, did not have diagnostics. He just used his hands. I think that's the preferable way to see what's going on. You find where the pain is being generated from, and you fix that.
1: Okay, makes sense to me. Let's, Carol, should we go to? We shall. Carolyn Downey.
2: Carol, it's Doctor Mark Darrow, and you have spinal stenosis.
1: Yes, I do, Doctor, and I'm so tired of it, and so sick
4: of it.
2: Okay, well let's get, let me get to some pointed questions here. Do you have pain down your arms or legs? No. Okay. That's the big indicator here that most likely it's not spinal stenosis that's causing your pain. And this is exactly what I was just talking about. To know that you had spinal stenosis, most likely an MRI was done on you, correct? Right. Okay. So that showed spinal stenosis. What does that mean? It means that where the nerves are, are being squeezed. Either the spinal canal is too small or the framen coming out of the vertebrae, that's the openings where the nerves go down the arms or legs, is too small and the nerves are being pinched. With spinal stenosis, what we expect is pain down the arms or legs. Where is your pain, honey?
4: Uh, uh, it's... It's like if I don't
2: have... No, no, where is your pain? Is it your neck or your back? The
4: back and also my buttocks
2: are like on fire. Okay. So what you need is not a diagnostic film at this point. You need someone to touch those areas and see if they are generating the pain. Now, how this works is very simple. If you are lying face down and I take my thumbs and I push in your back and that hurts that is not spinal stenosis that's causing the problem. That's ligaments oh. or that's oh. or that's the fascia that connects or where the muscle connects. Same thing in your buttocks. If I push really hard and that hurts, that is not spinal stenosis causing the pain. Okay,
4: so I can tell good. you in
2: about 30 seconds what's going on.
4: That's why I called.
2: <laughs> I'm not promising anything, but generally... You know, I know. not everything is the same in medicine. I can't say something on the radio about somebody and know exactly what's going on. But I'm talking generally.
1: And I, I have this
2: almost every single day, Carol, where a person comes in ready for back surgery and I touch their back and I go, the surgery will not do you any good and we can probably help you with regenerative medicine of either your platelet stem cells or dextrose prolotherapy. Okay. And we save so many. I mean, look, the white horse I ride is saving people from surgery. That's my job. Mm-hmm. That's what makes my life happy. And that's good. what makes my patient's life happy. Not having yes. to go through a needless surgery. Are surgeries necessary at times? Absolutely. I'm going to give you an example. I have a patient who comes in. I've known him for many years for different parts of his body that have been injured. So most recently comes and He's been to three surgeons who all said the same thing. You've got spinal stenosis. You need to have surgery. Now his pain is localized in his back. It's central back pain. I have done PRP on him. I think at this point, three times after the second time, He was pain-free for about a week long. Mm. I don't know because I just injected him yesterday or the day before. I can't remember. But my guess is he will be pain-free for longer than a week, hopefully forever.
4: Oh, that sounds wonderful.
2: I mean, I don't know the answer yet, but that's not spinal stenosis. You can't do what I'm doing and get rid of spinal stenosis.
4: I, uh, I'll i make an appointment as soon as
2: I can. 800-300-9300. And Julia, uh-huh. you can call any time. Julie will pick up or she'll call you back. And she'll spend, if you need an hour to explain everything, all my patients love her because she's okay. very, very patient and can explain these much in much more detail than we have time to do on the radio. But for those of you out there that have Internet, www.jointrehab.com. I'll repeat it, www.jointrehab.com, and that will get you to email me if you need to do a dialogue with me. We get back to all of our emails generally the same day.
4: All right. Thank you so much, doctor.
2: All right, my friend. There's good hope ahead for hope. you, Carol, based on what you told me.
1: Thank you. Okay. Thank, Thank, Thank you, you for your call. Bye-bye. Okay. So looking for your call, one eight six six eight seven zero five seven five two. 870 5752 You get a free book on prolotherapy and a free booklet on age management medicine. We have another Carol and Marina Del Rey.
2: Ah, twin Carols. How are you, Carol? Dr. Mark Darrow. Hello.
1: Carol, are you there? Hey, Carol and Marina Del Rey, are you with us? Okay. Well, well,
2: now we have a Carl.
1: We, that's right. We're staying in that part of the alphabet, I guess. Carl in Englewood.
2: Hey, Carl. Dr. Mark Darrow, you've got some ankle and knee issues. What's going on?
3: Well, uh, like I explained to your screener, uh, the, um, the doctor I'm seeing on the ankle, he claims that uh, fusion is necessary and that uh, something has to be straightened in the ankle. And this is just by looking and touching him. Okay. Didn't take any x-rays. Okay. And he wants to operate, and I'm 83 years old, and I think I'm too old to be going, you know, under the knife.
2: Well, I think you're too young to be going under the knife. Thank you, doctor. (laughs) Yeah, 83 means nothing. I mean, I've got a huge bulk of patients in their 80s that uh, if you look at them, they look like they're 60 years old, and they are fired up like you can't believe. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping you're one of those guys, because... I would Uh, never let your age get in the way of your joy and happiness in your youth.
3: Well, I'm losing my mobility. That's what's really worrying me
2: more than the the, the occasional pain. I don't blame you. To to think of doing a fusion based on uh, no diagnostic and um, not knowing a whole lot about that, I don't see that it would be necessary. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think the regenerative medicine may be the answer. I hope so. Um, it's something that, do you use internet?
3: Uh, uh, I, I do it through my son.
2: Good. Well, have your son look at www.jointrehab.com. Yeah. And you can watch the procedure. I think I've got some ankle videos on there mm-hmm. and you can see yeah. how simple it is. It takes a minute to do it and yeah. I get phenomenal success, uh, yeah. with ankle problems.
3: Well, that's good to hear. And then I've got the—I uh, made a panic stop with my car about a month ago, and uh, my right knee uh, is bothering me on on the uh, on the uh, left side of the right knee.
2: Okay. And
3: I think I may have you know stretched a muscle or something because, uh, like I say, I I stood up I stood up and I really you know jumped on the brake pedal hard. Sure,
2: sure. Well, we've all had that happen, of course. Yeah. Um, that I'd have to look at again, just like I'd have to look at your ankle to really give you definitive information yeah, about whether you're a candidate for regenerative medicine. Mm-hmm. But my guess is going to be that, um, the ankle, if it's severe enough that a surgeon thinks you need a fusion, you're probably going to need to do platelet therapy with that PRP, platelet rich plasma. Yeah. The knee, I'm not sure. Cause that's fairly complex from what you're telling me. And that might just be a little sprain. You know, which hopefully is just going to heal on its own. How long ago was your uh, your incident in the car?
3: About uh, a month ago.
2: Okay, so it's still in its healing phase. Yeah, things take a good six to eight weeks to heal up. Yeah. Now I got to tell you a funny story about age. Mm-hmm. Um, I've told this before on the radio. I don't know if you heard it or not. I had a gentleman who was a hundred years old, and um, I did both of his knees. He had been—I think he had been. Um, I don't know if he was the police chief in L.A. many, many years ago, but he definitely was a police officer for his career. And uh, when I finished his knees, I said, do you have a driver? And he looked at me like not understanding what I was saying. And he goes, oh, you think someone's here to drive me here, don't you? And I go, yes. He said, Mark, I just bought myself a brand new Mercedes yesterday. (laughs)
3: Yeah. So, well, my wife does the driving because I, I, uh, I don't like driving anymore.
2: Well, my point is age means nothing. No. Nothing well, at all. I understand,
3: doctor, because I have a friend whose brother is 99 years old and is still working in the uh, ranger department. And I think one of the secrets is he grows his own food. He's got like a little, you know, truck garden.
2: Well, there's a million ways to be be healthy. And the so, best and easiest one is to be happy.
3: Well, I think uh, you know your your uh, your outlook on life, your mind mindset, is very important. That's why I'm trying to stay as mobile as I can. Absolutely, my
2: mobility. Absolutely, I agree with you. And you know, for myself, I think about that all day long. I'm 65. Mm -hmm. When there's when there's stairs, I am jumping two or three at a time. Why do I do that? Am I in a hurry? No. It's to stay limber, keep my muscles strong. Yeah. I run almost every day in the mountains with my two husky dogs Mm -hmm. that are sprinters. Why do I do it? I'm not letting go of the age 16. I don't, I will never do that.
3: Well, good for you. And I'd like to, you know, be able to do the same thing.
2: Well, you don't need to be able to, you just do it. Yeah. People always, this is something that I teach every patient who comes in. They go, when I blah, 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 then I will blah, blah, blah. And I go, the only time to blah, blah, blah is right this second. Mm -hmm. If you're waiting to do it, when you get there, you'll be waiting for something else. So you have a waiting consciousness. Yeah. yeah. And that's a miserable consciousness. Yeah, sure There's only one time to be happy. When is it? Now. Now. Mm -hmm. I learned that many years ago after a long bit of unhappiness. I was trying to figure it out. I was waiting. And then one day I woke up and I said, I am done with that. I will never do that again. I don't care how I feel. I don't care what I am thinking. I'm going to be joyful and happy and positive and being of service from now on.
3: That's a good philosophy, doctor.
2: And I'll tell you something, Carl. If you ever hear me dipping, I want your boot in my butt.
3: (laughs) Well, I'm nonviolent, so I can't help
2: you. Well, you get what I'm saying, and I tell all my patients. You know, I tell my patients, because I'm a tough love doc, I tell them the way it is. Yeah. And I say, you do the same thing for me, because that makes us a great friendship. That gives us what we both need, because we all slip. Yeah. Things happen that really set us off, and we need a good friend to kick us in the butt sometimes.
3: Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
2: Well, God bless you, Carl. I think there's real good hope from what you're telling me that you can heal up.
3: Yeah, I've, I've got your office phone number, so... I'm going to talk to your uh, secretary there, uh, your office manager, and set
2: something up. Well, you'll love Julia. She'll spend as much time as you like. Mm -hmm. She's at 800 300 uh, taking calls right now. And uh, I think you'll get the information you need, and then we'll need to see if you're a candidate if you decide you want to do one of the regenerative medicine procedures. Yeah, okay,
1: I got it. Thank you so much for your call.
2: Thank you, Carl. You're a great man.
1: And I'm looking for your call at one 870 5752 And we're going to go to Carol because she called back. In hey, Rain Carol,
2: you, you uh, reappeared.
1: I never go away. I never give up.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Well,
2: Nita and I are going to love you for that.
4: Absolutely. Okay. Um, what would you like to know first?
2: Well, let's talk about your ribs first.
4: Okay, I have one rib that is damaged. The cartilage is damaged, and this is from an accident that I took it upon myself 16 years ago. Okay. It is still not healed.
2: Okay, now when you say not healed, is it uh, fractured? No. Okay, so you have maybe what we call costochondritis.
4: I don't know. Torn cartilage is all I know. Is that what you're saying?
2: Well, you know, you might call it torn cartilage. I might call it costochondritis. Okay. The point of it is, Most of those that I've seen have healed with regenerative medicine. And what we do is we pepper the ribs with your platelets from your blood, and they will, in a sense, um, drip into that interface between the ribs where there's cartilage and muscle and nerve and heal that cartilage and regrow it. Uh-huh, now, yeah. these syndromes can be very painful. Some well, people are, have had them for years.
4: They're horribly Where
2: every pain breath pain they take is like a, a ice pick jabbing them in the ribs. You got it. And they're generally very easy to heal.
4: Okay. The second issue I have is... By the
2: way, I get people who have had their chest cracked, you know, with a bypass surgery for the heart. Yes. Who have that. I have people who have had pneumonias, you know, with coughing episodes that have them, weightlifters. I mean, it's so ubiquitous. It's just a common thing that most people get at some point in their life. Most of them, thank goodness, heal without doctors. You know what I I always tell patients? I always tell patients, if you want to stay healthy, stay away from doctors. I try. (laughs) Me too.
4: (laughs) Well, you're a doctor, but anyway, I do make exceptions. I
2: try to stay away from myself. (laughs)
4: The the second issue is is a little more complex than just one rib. The second issue, I've just had an injury to my lumbar spine, which I also injured in this 16-year-ago episode. Sure. But I now have five bulging discs, according to MRI, and two of them are leaking. They have fissures. Sure. Does this therapy heal that kind of injury?
2: Well, you see, you're making an assumption that I'm not making. I I know. Have you listened to me talk before?
4: Just today. And
2: okay, I well, we talked about this in the, the beginning MRIs of the show. They be incorrect and show No, that are well, not in this serious. case, they may be correct. Yes. But what makes you so smart to think that a bulging disc causes any pain?
4: Oh, I, I'm not saying a bulging disc causes pain. All I know is that this is a different kind of pain than I have suffered for many, many years. I get it. I believe in t- I'm
2: just kinda of teasing you a bit.
4: No, no, it's okay, but I believe entirely in muscles. Muscles support the bones. Muscles are weak because of the pain that keeps them from working.
2: And ligaments hold the bones together. Exactly. And tendons attach the muscles to bones.
4: Exactly. So
2: there's a lot going on. Yes. What I would do with you if I were to see you is I would press on the areas where your pain is near. And mm-hmm. see if this is something superficial. Because in most cases, almost every case that I see, it's not the herniated disc, it's not the bulging disc, it's not the spinal stenosis, it's not all of that. these sexy diagnoses. <laughs> I'm serious. I no,
4: I that's a sexy diagnosis
2: that I You like. know what I mean, it's sensationalistic. If it look, if it's your ankle that's sprained, you don't go to a neurosurgeon, do you? Probably not. No, but if your back is sprained, you go to a neurosurgeon.
4: I've had my spine examined in the whole nine yards before this injury. You know, I've done many, many... Well,
2: if you had it examined by a traditional doctor... Yes. I'm sorry, but it's a different examination.
4: I understand. I've also had much other explorative, let's say, body work done.
2: Okay. The point is you need someone who does my kind of work to check you out. I got it. We look at things differently. Yes, I was trained at UCLA. Yes, I know traditional medicine. And yes, I was very unhappy with it. It did not get my patients well.
4: I understand that.
2: So I've spent, you know, I graduated from UCLA residency program in 1998. Okay? Okay. It's been all of these years that I've been in training to find the pain generators. In the last three months, I have flown out of the state of California three times to take cadaver courses. (laughs) <laughs> to do injection courses.
1: Okay, I'm so sorry that's all the time we have. Carol, thank you so much for your call and everybody who listened and participated. Thank you, Dr. Darrow. Please go to the website, jointrehab.com. Email Dr. Darrow via the site. Call the office toll-free anytime, 800 300 We're on Saturdays at 1, Sundays at 2. Thank you, Alex, Caitlin, and everybody here at Living Pain Free. We'll see you next time.